when I set my mind to do something, I just really feel like I have to follow through with it. I have a, a really strong drive to follow through with it. Um, that phrase YOLO, you only live once is true. I try right. to remember that every day. Um, I unfortunately have known several military veterans who were killed in combat. I know um, some who've committed suicide afterwards. Mm. Um, I lost both of my parents. I've had a lot of loss in my life. And through those losses, though, it's made me understand how precious life really is and that we only have a short time and we don't even know. Like um, I lost my first friend at 15 years old. Um, And back then, you know, I was thinking that was really young and it, it was really young. And it is a reminder that we don't know how long we have to live. So when we wake up and take that breath, we need, you know, when we're taking that breath, we need to remember like, geez, I don't know how much longer I'm going to have this breath. So I better keep going full throttle. Yeah. the wife of a combat veteran, your mom, entrepreneur, talk show personality, podcast host, consultant, and tons more. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I like to go back with my shows. Where did you grow up? What was Charlotte like for you? All right. So I was born in Flint, Michigan. I mentioned that because everybody hears of Flint because of their water. (laughs) Right. Um, I drank the water. I turned out just fine, didn't I? That's awesome. <laughs> um, I, I was only there until about third grade, and then we moved to a rural area of Michigan, pretty much in the country, um, called Birch Run, Michigan. We had a big um, outlet mall there. Okay. <laughs> um, I had a good childhood. Um, I had amazing grandparents. I was just thinking about them today. Like, they really helped shape my future in a positive way. Yeah. So I'm really thankful I had such good grandparents. And... Um, both of my parents were pretty active in my life. My dad, um, he was the most active in my life because he was like our chauffeur all the time, I feel like. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I was a pretty decent kid. I did not like school. Right. I um, had somebody ask me the other day, they were like, I bet you did really great in school, didn't you? And I was like, mm, not so much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in a few subjects, I did great, but math, forget it. Right. Um, yeah, so I was pretty much just living a, a normal middle-class life growing up. Okay. Who was the, the biggest influence on your life? I mean, it sounds like maybe you're closer to the grandparents and your dad, but who, who made that big influence on you as a kid? Probably my grandma, my dad's side. Okay. Um, I always wanted to go to her house. She just always, she was amazing. Like it didn't matter what you did. She was always really forgiving and she didn't have any time for drama. And, um, she was very no nonsense, um, very, uh, hardworking. Yeah. And, uh, she had a big garden and I was able to help her in her garden when I was little. And, um, I just always had really fond memories of being there. Amazing Christmases, like the best. Yeah. Um, she would give us these huge boxes filled with, oh my goodness. One of the things that you don't really love as a kid, like socks and underwear and clothes, but then there was always other cool things in there and some money and things like that. Yeah. I'm the same way. My dad's mom, my grandma, definitely the biggest influence on me as a child. She's still alive. She's 86 or she'll be 86 next year uh, in June and still drives. And like crazy miracle. When she was born, she was only like a pound and a half in the thirties. 
and they literally like kept her in the oven in the kitchen to keep her warm and her diapers were like men's handkerchiefs and so like she's still today she's only like four three four four my grandpa was six three and um i now my grandma has 50 uh, grandkids and great grand grandkids combined and it's just like still living the life and yeah she huge influence on my life oh that's amazing yeah my grandma she was always like very giving to people too mm. and i i do think i definitely inherited that from her nice yeah <laughs> when did you realize that you wanted to interview people and how did all this get started um i was in the 10th grade in high school okay and I told you I didn't love school. So yeah. we did have extra extracurricular activities that we could choose from to do um, to get out of different classes. So yes. I decided to choose to write for the Flint Journal. I was selected um, and able to write for the Flint Journal, which was kind of a big deal. Um, I lived about an hour away, so I could get out of school early, drive down there to the Flint Journal, write for them, come back home. And it was for the teen newspaper section. Um, I really did enjoy writing. I've loved writing ever since I can remember. When I was like in preschool, I remember writing um, X's and O's and E's. And my grandma would always tell me I was like writing novels, just writing those three letters. Right, yeah. Um, But in high school, I wrote one article specifically about school lunches and how horrible that they tasted. And they were really (laughs) greasy cheeseburgers and like all this stuff. Um, the next day after it came out in the paper, because the Flint Journal is like a big newspaper around that area, um, I was called down to the school office and I was like, what did I do? Like, I didn't, I I was never a bad kid. I didn't get in trouble in school. Um, I just didn't like the, some of the academics. Um, but when I was called down there, the principal said, you know, I, we read your article and I was like, Oh man, I thought I was going to get in trouble, (laughs) but they told me they decided to to change the whole school lunch menu because of my article. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And so I was able to help them like pick out some different foods and things like that. And it was really neat experience. So that's when I learned that I could use my writing to help change things. And that's pretty much when I, when that, that was like an eye opener for me. Yeah. Well, starting a podcast, pretty easy nowadays, but growing a podcast much different. How were you able to grow your brand to the level that it is today? So 14 years ago, I started yeah. podcasting, but wow. it was not even called podcasting. It was online talk radio. Yeah. Yeah. And I started out on a platform called Talk Shoe Radio. And then I graduated to blog talk radio, Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, but it was all for military veterans and all to bring um, the highlight to military veterans, things that they were going through, things their families were going through so that communities could bridge that gap that was there in between the veteran and uh, civilian communities. So that's when I started podcasting um, around 2000 and... Hmm, I think 16 or 17, I started podcasting with Adam Bird from Heroes Media Group. Um, I started slowly um, stepping back from only interviewing military veterans. And then last year, I started my own podcast. Um, So I had a, a long time to grow my following. Wow. Okay. And you are part of the the Heroes Media Group. What's been your experience working with those guys? They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they're really awesome. Um, Adam's a military veteran. Um, I do my podcast through them as well. I'm a part of their network. Um, they just have a great support system. It's kind of like, um, you know, if you're any kind of group that you're in, you support each other. So, um, 
the, some of their podcasters listen to my podcast. I listen to some of those podcasts and that also helps grow your brand. Um, so I kind of have met people along the way over the last several years and Heroes Media Group is one of them. Um, there's other kinds of groups that I've been a part of um, that I help highlight different nonprofit organizations or businesses. And um, when you help other people, they want to listen to you and um, you just build a partnership. So my podcast and the guests that I have on my show, I kind of look at them as family because yeah. I don't ever just forget them and never talk to them again. I still keep in contact with every single one over the last 14 years. Wow. That's amazing. Where does your drive to be so successful come from? Um, because what's the alternative? <laughs> well, good point. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then that's it pretty much. Um, yeah. I, I was always kind of a stubborn kid, um, okay. but in a, a decent way, you know, um, most of the time. <laughs> but um, when I set my mind to do something, I just really feel like I have to follow through with it. I have a, a really strong drive to follow through with it. Um, that phrase YOLO, you only live once is true. I try right. to remember that every day. Um, I unfortunately have known several military veterans who were killed in combat. I know um, some who've committed suicide afterwards. Mm. Um, I lost both of my parents. I've had a lot of loss in my life. And through those losses, though, it's made me understand how precious life really is and that we only have a short time and we don't even know. Like um, I lost my first friend at 15 years old. Wow. Um, and you, back then, you know, I was thinking that was really young and it, it was really young. And it is a reminder that we don't know how long we have to live. So when we wake up and take that breath, we need, you know, when we're taking that breath, we need to remember like, geez, I don't know how much longer I'm going to have this breath. So I better keep going full throttle. Yeah. Hey, quick shout out to our sponsors. Started with Rewebbed. They're a digital agency for the outdoor industry. Amazing company, amazing people. And they've built ericallenmedia.com. Go check them out at rewebbed.com. Ty Got Two Clothing Company. They're a lifestyle clothing company based out here in the Northwest, owned and operated by two brothers. Amazing dudes. They're doing awesome stuff. They're very, very high quality gear, like this shirt here and tons more that I'm always wearing with my shows. Check them out, tygotto.com. Combat Flags, amazing company. They've hooked me up with this flag. They also make these small American flags made from the fatigues of soldiers who wore them. They're very big on giving back. They've donated over $80,000 to stop soldier suicide. Go check them out, combatflags.com. Alpha Outpost, they're an awesome company. They send you a box every single month filled with tactical tools, survival gear. You get knives like this guy here. You can't go wrong. You can also start with them for just five bucks every single month delivered right to your door. Check them out, alphaoutpost.com. Well, and you've talked about, you have this list uh, that you want to grow your business and your personal life. How important is it for people to have this list and write down their goals? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really important because if, for me, if I don't see my goals, if I don't have them written down, I'm not going to remember because yeah. my mind does go like 50 million miles per hour sometimes I feel. And if I don't keep track of myself, if I don't put things in my calendar, then you're just going to kind of get sidetracked. And it's easy, especially today with social media. It's so easy to get sidetracked. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, now, I wanted to kind of shift a little bit. You have this awesome company called the Patriotic Mermaid. Uh, why did you decide to start this brand and, and why a mermaid? Um, because I was trying to think of something that I really liked because yeah. 
I will say for the last 14 years, I have been a really strong military advocate and, um, and I still want to do that sometimes, but I want to kind of step back a little bit and try to find myself again, mm-hmm. um, because I felt like I was just getting stretched way too thin and going in so many directions. And I knew I wanted to start a business because I needed a, a flexible plan where yeah. I could be flexible in what I do. Um, because I still do go to some of my husband's doctor's appointments. I still arrange his, you know, his, his care and things like that. So it had to be flexible. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I couldn't, I knew like the, off the top of my head, the number one thing that I love is going to the ocean and to the beach. And, um, it's relaxing to me. It's a form of my self care. And so I knew I wanted to do something kind of fun around that, but I also know that I'm all, I am very patriotic still. Mm. And so I wanted to combine the two and I was on my way to the beach one day trying to think of names and like for the business and what I would do. And I had my radio up. It was totally quiet. I had the windows down on my car. All of a sudden the name, the patriotic mermaid come, come to my mind. <laughs> and I was like, somebody has to own that domain name, I bet, because I think it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I checked and nobody owned it. So I snatched it. And um, here we are. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you even did a photo shoot where you're like covered in glitter from like head to toe. That was <laughs> awesome. Like, how long did it take you to get all that glitter off? Um, it really didn't take very long. Oh, so okay. my friend, the CEO over, over at uh, Heroes Media Group, he okay. gave me a challenge to take more photos because believe it or not, I do not like taking photos, which you would be surprised. Okay. <laughs> Cause I post a lot of them in my um, Facebook group, Sure, but I do it because I've been told psychology says yes. <laughs> when people see your face, they can relate to you better. Yeah. And especially now that so many people are wearing masks, it's really important for people to see faces. Yeah. So um, before the mask thing though, Adam bird from heroes media group, he challenged me to take more photos and I challenged him to do more videos. Okay. Um, So one of the challenges with the pictures was that I had to, you know, get out there and get some photos going. And um, I didn't really feel comfortable just, I don't know why, but I just didn't feel comfortable just doing a a normal picture. Right. So I thought if I could kind of cover myself up a little bit, I could kind of hide behind something to be quite honest. And um, uh, lo and behold, a photo shoot was a glitter photo shoot popped up in my newsfeed on Facebook. And I was like, what is this? This looks kind of interesting. Yeah. So long story short, they paint the glitter on with baby oil. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, it slides right off. So there's a hose that you go to right after your photo shoot and you can spray yourself off with it. And it pretty much slides off. Um, I have found a couple little pieces of glitter here and there still once in a while, like in weird places in my house, (laughs) but majority came off well. Oh, that's good. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. I want to do a shift to a couple fun questions here. If you could be guaranteed one thing in life besides money, what would it be? Money and power. No, I'm just joking. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, anything like a physical thing? Or... Yeah, or I mean, shoot, anything, anything besides mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, <laughs> honestly, I would say for everybody just to be happy. <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, I... like legit happy, not fake happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I think the world would be a much better place if everyone could just be in that happy spot all the time, for sure. Uh, two other questions for you. If you could jump into a pool of anything, what would it be? Glitter. Glitter. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, a pool of anything. Oh my gosh. I would just like the ocean to be my pool right in my backyard. How's that? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the ocean. Love being in the lake. I live three miles from the lake up here in Idaho. And so spent a lot of time on the lake during the summer, for sure. I'm the same way. Last question. I'm a huge music guy. So love to ask this question, but what's a favorite band or favorite type of music that you like? Oh boy. Nobody suspects this. (laughs) And I think everybody's pretty surprised when they hear my answer. I really like some hip hop and some old 50 cent and things like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Okay. I was just listening to old, old school bone thugs like last week. So, you know, I'm I'm with you there for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of funny. Like I'll be driving down the road and if I hear some, someone playing 50 cent, I look over and it's like someone in their thirties or (laughs) forties. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids, my kids are like, who? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The very first CD I ever owned was Arrested Development Uh, way back in the day. And I was blessed to actually have speech, the lead singer from that group on my show. Uh, earlier this year and that guy just a truly awesome guy but uh, yeah it was really cool like almost like starstruck to have him on my show you know (laughs) but uh, Patty such an honor to have you on my show you are such a world changer thank you so much for taking the time and joining me today Thank you. Thanks for having me. I had fun. This was yeah. awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate it. If it brought you any value, please leave a rating and review below. Please go subscribe to our podcast, all of our channels on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Rumble. Look, we're on all the formats. We want to continue to grow the show and continue to bring you value. So thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. Have an awesome day.